What is going on, guys? Nikhil and Lucas back. New year, new season of new me. Hype new year, Hours. new season, new me. New you, really? No, <laughs> not at That's all. I was like, all right, you want same like, old, same old thing here. You got something you know? to tell us? All right, cool. No. Well, um, <laughs> what a great start <laughs> to the new Bro, year. I mean, twenty twenty two is gonna be insane. I did this not expect because it's funny, right? We we posted like our um most projects, anticipated yep. projects of twenty twenty two, and two of mine already dropping this week so um let's talk about one of those first right out the gate so dawn fm uh tomorrow night uh, we're gonna be getting this project so we're basically about 24 hours away now because we're recording this it's currently wednesday night around 8 45 Mm -hmm. p.m as i currently speak um this is pretty crazy not gonna lie because we haven't even gotten to like have an episode yet before the hype or the rollout the one week long rollout really kicked off it's right right on New Year's Eve, or yeah, New Year's Eve, it was like, no, 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 it was not New Year's Eve. It was the it was day not. after, right? It was the yeah. day, it was New Year's Day, I think. Um, so yeah, I think it was like 2022. Let's get some good vibes. Like, I yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember. You posted on IG, you were, yes, you were yes, like, yes. 2022, I'm manifesting good vibes, and then like, boom. Oh, my post. You're talking about my or the one I yeah. sent you. And, oh, and then like, and then okay, boom, okay. you know, like 2022, good vibes, and then yeah. boom, you manifested. You manifested. So I guess I did manifest project. this. Exactly. All right, well, what I was going to say was like, we dropped our last episode of season two um, on the 31st, right? And I think we got this from the weekend about a day or two later, he posted, yeah. you know, a classic cryptic iMessage with Lamar. And it was basically like, let's just drop the whole thing and enjoy it with everybody. And immediately I sent you this and I was like, this is reminiscent of My Dear Melancholy because he posted mm-hmm. something like this the week of, and we got the project that week. Um, so I was like, oh, I, it's coming this month for sure. Like when he posted that, I just didn't know when it would be in January. Right. At that point, I was like 75% sure that we were going to get this project, the Dawn, uh, in January. And by the way, he also had Dawn FM like in that picture in small text at the top. So he was kind of given the way the title. Oh, right, right, right. He just didn't know it. Uh, fast forward another day, he posts a random photo of him in his garden, just like a photo of the sun. And it's just like, wake up at dawn tomorrow. And uh, in like, rightfully so. Twitter went crazy, Reddit went crazy, I went crazy because it's like, all right, he's announcing the release date tomorrow. And I think it's going to be this week. And then we wake up Monday morning and guess what it was? Exactly that, right? This week, yep. We get a little um, trailer and it's like Dawn FM, like a new album from the weekend, January 7th. So it's like- With Jim Carrey narrating it too, right? Yeah, so we'll get into that. Um, Obviously we're super excited. Uh, We will be doing our own private listening party with a couple of our friends. So if y'all are listening, y'all know who you are. Really excited for tomorrow. Shout out to FaceTime, shout out for Spotify for having these cool features (laughs) to keep everyone connected at a long distance. Um, But yeah, let's let's talk about this project here. So Dawn FM is the title and- we knew that Dawn was going to be in there somewhere, right? Because that was right. the whole like like premise leading up to this is like the Dawn is coming. But the fact that it's called Dawn FM, this is a dead giveaway that he is going full on concept with this one, right? Right. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's got Jim Carrey narrating, like you said. And then we have four other credits. I don't know. I, I don't want to call them features yet because we don't right. know how their role isn't in. clear yet in the project. But the other four people other than Jim Carrey that we have credited right now, and let me know if I miss anything, but so we've got one Oathrix Point Never OPN, which is, um, I think, I'm not too familiar with the artist. I just know it's production, uh, like right. specifically yeah. electronic production. And uh, they do, the Hand in the Weekend or whoever OPN is, they have a song uh, from 2020 called No Nightmares. It's very experimental techno sounding. If, um, anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about can go check that song out, No Nightmares. The other credits we have are Quincy Jones, obviously living legend, a producer for Michael Jackson. So that's going to be really interesting to see how mm-hmm. he fits in. So that's clearly a production credit. And then the other two we've got are Tyler, the creator and Lil Wayne. So Lil Wayne's clearly a rap credit. Talk to me. What right? we got with these other two? Lil Wayne's clearly going to be a verse or like a skit or something. Like so. there's I no agree. way he's on production. But Tyler, Tyler is like the big toss up, right? Mm-hmm. Because he has been known to produce before. He's tried, we did it in our Tyler spotlight. We talked about how many people he's tried to produce music for and, and like sell stuff to. And, mm-hmm. but like, usually people don't hop on Tyler produced stuff because it's very like eccentric, eclectic for normal rap space. Right. And usually Tyler, I've, I've rarely ever seen him credited as a feature on like mainstream artist music as well. Right. 
so it's kind of two for like on the one hand i don't want to say he's just doing production because like i don't feel like he does a lot of production for other artists mm-hmm. at this level um but on the other hand like i don't want to say he's not doing a feature because you know the whole thing around uh call me if you get lost was he's mm-hmm. going back to form rapping right mm-hmm. so he's in that mode so i have no i have, i cannot make a prediction on which one we're going to get on this project maybe right. both maybe he's going to spit a verse on a track he produced so there's two ways i see this going well first one is that i think tyler might like just have a credit on there because maybe he because you know what like sometimes people will be credited as like executive producer right i'm not saying he's like a full-on executive producer here right but i'm saying he had some sort of input into the creative vision for this project just because just like what The weekend's been doing, like all of Tyler's projects are known for being concept albums and having some sort of larger narrative driving the whole thing through. Right. Which if, if we look at the projects that The weekend has, I think this is something that he's done in the past, but this might be like the most full-blown version of it that we've gotten so far. And here's what I mean by that. So we look at Beauty Behind the Madness, the music videos do have sort of a thematic connection in them in in terms of like what's happening in the music videos, as well as like a particular, some people say it's like a personification of the devil or something that you have in those videos there, but the music itself, you know, obviously the album's very cohesive. There's a particular sound to it, but I don't Mm -hmm. think the songs itself like tie into each other. Tell a narrative, right. They don't necessarily tell a narrative like that, but in the music videos, you do get a sense of that. Um, With Starboy, it's the same thing. I think the album definitely has a theme and a specific sound, but it's kind of just a collection of songs that have a similar vibe to them rather mm. than a narrative being portrayed through the music. And he even said like Starboy is like the character that we've come up with for this project, right? Right. So he's always had this in his mind, but it wasn't really until After Hours where it fully kind of manifested itself in terms of like, you know, there's this red suited character and it was very cinematic in that sense. Mm-hmm. And there were themes of that through the music as well. So it did kind of feel like you are going through a little bit of a journey as you're listening to the project. But the idea of it being a concept album, right? I, I definitely want to use the words like theme and cinematic in there because like those definitely apply to After Hours. But I I, I still wouldn't say it was a concept album, kind yeah, of like how I this don't is think it was. Like, uh, with narration right. and a radio station like type of thing and that that's what he said it's going to be like jim carrey is going to be narrating you through this album and it's going to be like you're listening to a radio station right and i think tyler fits in here being the guy who has that input into really like bringing this vision to life like or just elevating it i also think that the other option here is that he might bring his uh Igor personality in a little bit because there's some rumors he might be having some singing or vocals on one of the tracks so those are yeah, the two I directions that. where I see this going yeah uh, you know that, that's a good point um I don't know about the like I, I kind of disagree with you saying that he's going to be credited just for being like a creative consultant I don't think he would be oh, like I'm not saying purely in that sense but I think okay, that okay, is going to be sense. like uh, a role he plays his, yeah okay mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I thought you're I thought you're saying like uh-huh. he's gonna just be there for creative. And oh, I'm no, like, no, I don't no. I don't think they would feature, yeah. I don't think they would drop his name just for that. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, yeah, I can definitely see the Igor singing sound on there too. Like that that is also a possibility, right? Maybe he's tired of the rapping from Call Me If You Get Lost and he wants to go back into yeah. like his more experimental stuff. You know, he's always had an ear for that, he's always had an eye for it, so I could see it fitting in here, right? Yeah, right, I agree with that. Yeah, so we have the track list already. I'm not going to get into it too much because we just have the names of the songs. So it doesn't really tell us a whole lot. But what we do know is that there's 16 songs on here. So it is actually longer in length than After Hours. I'm estimating that it's going to be somewhere between an hour to an hour, 15 minutes in length, which I still think, you know, The weekend's really good at this. I think it's going to be an hour. Yeah, Yeah. Starboy being the exception. I think he is very good at not having bloated albums and they're um, the perfect length, right? Because- when you get something like My Dear Melancholy, there is a little bit of a disappointment in the sense that it's like, oh, we waited two years for this and it's just yeah, like yeah. kind of, you know, it's not that much, right? Because My Dear Melancholy is only about 23 minutes in runtime, whereas After Hours is a solid, you know, 58 minutes, I believe, to an hour. So it, it gets a point across in a good amount of time. Like it's a really enjoyable mm-hmm. experience. And I think this one will be too. Um, I'm definitely excited, like, really like for this album to be like and that's what the trailer said it's like a new sonic universe from the mind of the weekend so 
it's definitely going to be like an experience listening to this album. Right, right. I'm looking forward to because I felt like I feel like that's something we don't get that much or that often anymore. So, yeah, that, that, but you know, that kind of piqued my interest when they said it's going to be a new Sonic universe because mm-hmm. you know we've had the single, we've had "Take My Breath," uh, which is on the track list here. So, so it is yes. going to be the t- "Take My Breath." We heard maybe yes. a little different, but probably not too different. So that's another um, point I wanted to make, actually, is I think another thing that The weekend is really good at is obviously he releases his most listenable, poppy. digestible song as the single. We got that with Blinding Lights. We got that with Take My Breath. I was slightly disappointed with Take My Breath just because uh, I thought it was almost too basic for him, right? Yeah, it was very yeah. formulaic, like a very, very simple song that's guaranteed to chart when you're an artist of that caliber. Um, but I really loved that little... Um, interlude in there with like just the instrumental right because that that would definitely was more along the lines of like the synth heavy dawn theme that we're getting with right this project. i actually listened to the extended uh version of that song not the regular because the extended has like a two minute version of that instrumental um and it's just really really fun to listen to but what abel's really good at is he perfectly fits the song into the larger narrative there because blinding lights was pieced in so perfectly as like the follow-up to faith as like leading into that track right. and being part of the narrative. I think we'll get something similar with uh, this project and how Take My Breath fits in with the other 15 songs. So I'm excited to see that definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But so so what I wanted to ask about this is like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they say a new Sonic universe, but like from based on the snippets we've heard, based on the single, like how different do you think this project's going to be? Do you think it's going to be really out there or you think it's going to be pretty like, sequel to after hours in terms of like its actual sound right yeah um i think sequel to after hours maybe in terms of like the visuals that we get for this project and the synths yeah the synths of course because there were elements of that on after hours but like with a darker undertone and i think now he's just fully committed to that at this point almost um what I, i i think this is meant to be uh, a lot in a lot of ways a sequel to After Hours but I also think that this is gonna be his most experimental project since Kissland is what I'm predicting right because I remember we were talking about an interview earlier where he was talking about Kissland in relation to his upcoming mm-hmm. project right is that is that right or my way off I can't, I can't no no no, no there was definitely an interview it's been a while now but uh and I think the interview might even have been before Take My Breath that came out right but it was definitely something along the lines of like, yeah, like for the first time since like I dropped Kissland, like I'm using it as inspiration. And right. people don't realize this, but he had a song on there called Odd Look with Kavinsky, who's like a French producer. And that song is very synth heavy if you go listen to that song. And honestly, I feel like that song could fit right into the um, current era what yeah, yeah so this based on what i've heard so far from the snippets and the material he's put out to like promote it like there's been two short trailers now so but it's very hard to predict like obviously we'll find yeah. out the next <laughs> yeah it is really hard to predict and it's coming soon so we don't have mm-hmm. to be kept in suspense for too long oh yeah that's so, why we got um, two episodes this week is we got to preview it today and then we got to yeah. <laughs> review it on saturday we got to set up because toy Tinty is just so stacked that we got to mm-hmm, start talking about mm-hmm. this stuff like right away because there's just so much stuff coming coming up yeah it's for sure same. it's like no one is holding back now i mean even with yeah. the covid once again causing issues it's like no one's holding back anymore it's like all right like right right they're, they're just jumping the gun like right at the first week of the new year but i did want to say this about um the album because this is an excerpt from one of the interviews he had um i'm just gonna say the whole quote here so go for it picture the album being like the listener is dead and they're stuck in this purgatory state which i always imagined would be like being stuck in traffic waiting to reach the light at the end of the tunnel And while you're stuck in traffic, they got a radio station playing in the car with a radio host guiding you to the light and helping you transition to the other side. So it could feel celebratory. It could feel bleak, however you want to make it feel. But that's what the dawn is for me. And after reading this, it's like my theory in relation to what you said about the sequel to After Hours or whatever. The last song to After Hours is called like Until I Bleed Out, right? And Mm -hmm. it ends very abruptly. So what I'm sensing and also due to the fact that there's themes of death portrayed like a lot throughout After Hours, like you see it on Black right. Lights and right. like Heartless as well a little bit. Um, 
I, I feel like maybe the last song of After Hours could be like, okay, the red suit character is now dead. And this is kind of like the purgatory state that he's now experiencing being in this off-worldly state, if that kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, obviously, his mind is just there, like fuming with creative juice. So like, I can't even like, begin to like scratch the surface. But <laughs> I love just, that. I love that. Fuming with creative juice. Dude, it's just so hard to like dive into what is going on in his mind. Like only he knows like really what the main message is. He just leaves it to interpretation. Right, parents, right. right? So. Like, oh my, look, don't get me started on this old, the old aged version of himself that's mm-hmm. been in these trailers. Like, yep. yeah. I, yeah, I'm not really sure how that's talking about all this. Of it. If he's murdered, like it doesn't yeah. really make sense to see himself old if he's dying young, because there's right. like the young character of him too. I yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. see as more stuff. Hopefully, we'll get something. You know, tomorrow morning we've been getting something at the dawn mm-hmm. every morning this week. So hopefully, we get something dawn tomorrow morning, like yeah. a teaser trailer or something along those lines. That the other thing that I've noticed is film. if you if you go rewatch the very first trailer, um, the very beginning, it's like he's in a car. He like swerves to the right and he pulls up to like a dead end stop sign. And then you see the visuals of like this, I guess the purgatory state that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people on Reddit are already saying like, oh, look at that car and then go watch the music video for the hills where he's in like a car crash. Like it's the same car. And I went back and saw it. I was like, wait, I think he has a point. And even one of the after hours trailer, you see a very similar vehicle, right? So if there's anyone who would draw connections like seven years back to now, it would be him. Right. And I just definitely think that there is some sort of theme of like the after hours character now being like in, in another worldly state, just because the, the suit, the, the getup is very similar. It's still a suit, but now it's black and the sunglasses right, are black. different. Right. I don't know. I don't want to say too much because my mind is going in like a bunch of different places now. And I just right. want to like wait till the visuals actually drop so we can kind of see like what's actually going on. Right. But hopefully everyone out there is just as excited as we are because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't wait to see what he does with this. I'm really hoping I know we talked about a long time ago, our predictions for the next weekend project. I think that was in our weekend spotlight episode. Yep. Right. I'm really hoping he does take a more experimental take on, on like the 80s sound. But he has that lane really well carved out. So I'm mm. kind of expecting it to definitely be 80 sounding. So, yep. So that's all we got for the weekend. Now, obviously, tomorrow we'll hear the project and then share more on the next episode once once we get around to that. But he's not the only one dropping a major release on Thursday. Wanna? Um, you want to gonna? Yep. Gonna wanna with his latest project, uh, Drip Season 4. Um, Obviously, DS4 is the abbreviation, but I'm already seeing a lot of confusion between Dirty Sprite and Drip Season. So just to make it <laughs> clear, yeah, dude, okay, well, because DS2 is what we refer to Dirty Sprite 2 as, right? Right, right. So just to make sure we don't get confused, because we got so everyone knows <laughs> Drip Season 4 by Gunna, which is the follow up to Drip Season 3 from 2018. Um, is dropping as well at the exact same time as Dawn right. FM. This was actually announced first. So we've known yeah. about this yeah. release since like Saturday or Sunday. So a couple of days before the Dawn FM announcement. Um, we got the track list for this one too. We've already heard the snippet that gonna drop called Push and P with the uh, Young Thug. <laughs> Push and P, yes, sir. Yeah. So it sounds great, by the way. Uh, production on this project, I think, is going to be super tight. Uh, you got Metro on it, obviously, Southside, yeah. all the. All the top trap producers. Trap producers. Yeah. Yeah. This album is going to be like a trap anthem, like straight up, you know. Um, I yeah. think it has potential really to be better than Wanna, I would say, just because he's going into this with, I think, very low expectations, right? It's it's a very like short rollout um, and it's meant to be more of a mixtape, I think, than like a Right. Album. I think that's what I was going to comment on, that it's more of a mixtape from what I understand. Like, I think, you know, he's not putting the pressure of a full album release. That's on. my point. I think artists like Gunna especially do very well when there's not much expectation. That's why I also don't think he has much of an issue dropping alongside Dawn FM. Because I, at first I said like, oh, this is a little like bad for Gunna, right? But then I started looking on Reddit and like a lot of hip hop threads and it, people who are just trap fans, they plan on streaming this first. I can see yeah, you already. Yeah. Like, they're not I, I agree. Be as interested with Don FM. So he'll get his due diligence with the project. Yeah. And because it is like a mixtape, right? It's more about just like getting this music out there mm-hmm. and letting, you know, it's not so much about like sales, of course, are good for the label and stuff, but I don't really know if Gunna cares about that a ton. Yeah. So the, the like his career is not riding on <laughs> this mixtape sales. 
like Roddy Rich's was. <laughs> the feature list on this project is oh, it's pretty stacked. It's so there's stacked. Two, there's two features from Young Thug and two mm-hmm. from Future. Yep, and then exactly. he's got a Drake feature. He's got, he's got, got a 21 Savage feature. Kodak. Like, Little Baby, the man himself. Uh, G Herbo. Uh, Nechi's another guy he's got on here. Uh, Young Blue, Chris Brown. And then he's also got the um, Roddy Rich remix of Too Easy. So, we, yeah, this is a long project here. How many tracks? Is this like 20 tracks? I didn't even count. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I it's a lot of either. tracks. Yeah, no, it's I mean, probably anyway. more than Don F. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, yeah. that's that's definitely a given. Um, I think we're already confirmed that the song with Drake is has Metro on it because uh, Drake reposted it, then Metro reposted it as well, tagging both Gunna and Drake on it. So, and I don't think that's going to be Metro's only contribution here. Like he's definitely had right, his right. like hand on a lot of these tracks and. Um, yeah, I just really think it's going to be some of Gunna's best work that we've seen in a while. And I know a lot of people are under this impression that, oh, Gunna's like low-key fallen off the past couple of years. Like That's he's me, still, man. He's been relevant, but um, I think this is going to be a solid resurgence for Gunna. I think he's doing a okay. good job with okay. getting people hyped for this project. Yeah, I, on the one hand, I see what you're saying, but I, I think if like Little Dirk ends up dropping this month and then like Little Baby drops later this year, then then Gunna, this project's going to be kind of sidelined. It's not going to um, be sidelined. I don't think so. People I, I don't know if I, it. it'll be forgotten compared to those projects. That's my opinion, you know, especially if this is just a mixtape throwaway, like, you know, hardcore Gunna fans are excited for this. Trap fans are excited for this, obviously. Um I don't know if it's going to like win. I think maybe my expectations have been pumped too high, <laughs> even though the you said it's a mixtape and there's not a lot of expectations around it. Like it, for me, it's definitely like I, I'm excited to hear what he does with it. And I, I hope that it's somewhat fresh. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I, think I don't know if that's too much. Well, with Gunna, it's like you, you already know what you're going to get vocal wise. The question is like, where is the production going to go on this? Yeah, one? yeah, um, that's true. Cause I thought the production on Wanna could have been better, honestly. Like there were some songs that definitely slapped, but and I thought his delivery and energy were great. So I, I think that was it for Wanna. It's just like the vocals and the delivery from Gunna were there, but there were some spots where the production I felt could have been a little bit more hype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's what we will get on this project. I think production is definitely going to be the X factor on this one. All right, fingers crossed. Yep, we'll see what we get on. Uh, yeah, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna stream both. Like that's what we're we're having our listening party, right? So, Don FM first, then we will also give this project its recognition. So, uh, all right, man. I just hope I, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna say one more thing to hate on it, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like uh, Ak. I mean, like DJ Academics. You know, we're gonna be streaming it, and I'm gonna <laughs> fall asleep on the second song. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I bet it's gonna be good. So that's what's crazy though. It's like we've already gotten two of my most anticipated releases like off right. the radar here. Um, let's talk about the other three I had and we'll jump into some of the stuff you sure, want sure, to sure. talk about. But um, the other three I had, and because I, I don't really have much to say about the other three, uh, just because we don't know much at this point. Obviously, I put Lil Baby on there because I expect him to release something this year. It's mm-hmm. not guaranteed or confirmed, but obviously he took 2021 to just do a bunch of features and still ended up like number two on the most hot 100 entries uh for 2021 which is pretty insane but i think we'll definitely get a full-on studio album from little baby this year um yeah. and what the expectations are what it's going to sound like i have no idea just because we're it's so early to tell we don't even have like a predicted title at this point i just anticipate him dropping at some point this year the other artist that i had listed was jay cole because um mm. he always mentioned that the, with the off season it was beginning what he called the fall off era and then he was going to retire after that and there was this screenshot he posted from a while back that showed like a progression it showed the first thing lit written was the off season then after that he wrote it's a boy and then the third one that was written was the fall off so mm-hmm. i definitely think we will get at least one j cole project this year maybe a second one um if he drops the first one soon enough and the off season i thought was pretty cool uh, it was definitely like a tight project but there we've seen him do better right you know is what more it was it felt like a collection of singles more Mm -hmm. so than a fully like fully scoped out project we've seen j cole do a lot better i still put him on the mount rushmore of the 2010 so i'm i'm very confident that one at least one if not both of the projects will 
surpass the off season in terms of quality. And yeah, I definitely I would think agree with we, that. I think definitely think we'll get at least one at some point this calendar year, probably in the second half, just because the off season has been like eight months now since we got that project. Uh, what else did I have on the radar? Um, I guess the only one left is Kendrick, and obviously that one is still a mystery. Yeah, I mean, we, we both heard him. We both <laughs> he heard him coming in soon. He said in November. In November, he said, he said yeah, it's coming real in, soon. He said, "Well, next time, I mean, real soon." And in Kendrick's language, that could be like a whole another nine months. So yeah, we, honestly, uh, it could. We have no idea <laughs> over when we're going to get that project, but those are my other anticipated ones for this year. I'll right. let you talk about yours, and then I'll also talk about some of the ones after you wrap up that I did not put on Instagram. Right. So, so before we do that, though, I do want to push back. Like, I don't think J Cole's going to drop this year um i i uh, can't be that long i don't think he's gonna stretch it out that long i think it's gonna be three years and it's gonna be like another year and then you're gonna get like one project and then another year and then his last project and that's it i don't know about that i don't know about that just because um i just feel like the uh if you think about the gap between for your eyes only and kod it was only about eight like not even 18 months right i think this year we might get a like revenge of the dreamers for because jid is gonna drop this year I think Earth Gang is supposed to be dropping this year really soon. So like a lot of frequent collaborators with Cole are dropping projects this year. And the last time that happened, we got Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Okay. So that's that's my that's my opinion for this year. But yeah, so like jumping into my projects, you know, there's there's one that I'm super excited about coming next week, which is Earl Sweatshirt. Sick. Um, you know, I love what he's been doing. No, not man. (laughs) Actually, I might be because that we continue continue stacked. That week is super stacked. Um, but, you know, I, I love the sound he's been pushing. He's been kind of pushing these woozy kind of nauseating flows and, you know, very tight, like old school beats and beautiful samples, especially his last full project. Right. Um, so it's been a while since we've heard new music from Earl like this. That hasn't been just singles on other people's projects. I have no clue what to expect for it besides pushing that woozy sound. I don't know if it's going to be like, the same direction as like his really old work like I don't go outside um but you know, all I can say is I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun the underground's going to love it mainstream rap fans like yourself I don't know if you'll love it mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, it's going to be worth checking out for sure what up next Freddie Gibbs Freddie Gibbs yeah uh actually no I think Denzel Curry would okay be yes oh because that's that's prediction. new that's very new. Denzel yeah. Curry just released a trailer for melt my eyes see your future today which is one of the projects I was excited about I had him on my list for on the you know the come up top under mm-hmm. 30 and I know some people were like clowning me for that especially you <laughs> you were clowning me hard you yourself admitted it was a bad pick but go on Maybe not. I don't know, man. Actually, so so uh, like we said, we got that trailer today. He says it's inspired by um, Asikwa. I don't remember the guy's last name, but it's a Japanese filmmaker, you know, mm-hmm. kind of doing Western samurai stuff. And that's what this project's inspired by. He said um, he said when he made this project, it's in his best mental space from any of his major label projects. Said he's in a better headspace than Taboo, um, better than uh, his last project. I, I'm forgetting the name right now um sounding like yeah. academics right now <laughs> sounding like academics hyping up clb which uh, we all know what happened with that but continue but for real so, so i i kind of agree with that you know like i know he had a lot of issues he was struggling with for his last two studio projects and um you know he says he's in a better headspace now and so this could be the best music we're getting from denzel curry and you know maybe i'll prove you wrong maybe this is going to be his year this project i'm really excited for it i think it has a really big potential he said it's this not going to be his year bro i mean i'm gonna still be streaming ds4 when this project bro, he comes is, out. i'm telling you right now and he's uh, working with great producers he already put a list of them you know some of them of course he's working with kenny beats he's working with um just i think more mainstream producers than he's worked with in the past so i'm really excited for this project i think it's gonna be great go watch that trailer if you haven't and get hyped for it um i'm looking at you bro watch that trailer nikhil what you got next freddie gibbs freddie gibbs yeah next up freddie gibbs uh you know i i've been excited for his project for a long time i i love the sound the lane he's in i think he definitely has had a great run of projects he had like bandana he had um 
and most recently Alfredo with the Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, this new project, he's working with all those producers. He's working with Madeleine. He's working with Alchemist. He's working with more modern producers. So I'm really excited to see what he does on this project. Um, and you know, I definitely think Freddie Gibbs is an underrated name. And I, I hope that this project is what he's, he's also saying. This is his kind of attempt to be a more mainstream household name. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what he actually pulls out with this. Yeah, definitely making a name for himself right now in the tabloid. <laughs> Speaking dude, of Gunna, Gunna did mention. Uh, not even good. that. Dude be going to restaurants, getting beat up by a bunch of uncles, <laughs> and then getting clowned by academics on YouTube, bro. So remember that video is like Kenny beats milk dud looking bald dude gets catches a case or what I said did I say Kenny beats I mean you said Kenny beats you mean Freddie Gibbs I mean Freddie no no the reason I said Kenny beats by accident is because of this so it's like Freddie Gibbs and he like called him like uh said he he called him a milk dud and then he's just like he catches a case of the beats by a bunch of randoms or something like that and he just described it as a scene where these dudes just walked in and essentially just like just like punched him and he was on the floor and then they walked out that that's what academics painted it as but um we all know academics and freddie not on the best of terms yeah that is true gonna um, also low-key like uh, yeah as i was say i was thinking that you're talking about the gunner thing today. yeah i don't know what, what that's about he said freddie gibbs gonna have his moment of fame after my part something like that what did he say I'm he said uh he, he said like uh something like when my album drops, like Freddie Gibbs gonna have the biggest day of his career. So. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they do have yeah. beef, right? So Freddie Gibbs did say uh, that Gunna was a snitch for being on Crime Stoppers. Or yes, what was? <laughs> yes, yes. So there is there is beef between them. So I wouldn't be surprised if Gunna like this is Freddie Gibbs somehow on I this new be project. Surprised. That would be and hilarious. I just hope Freddie would, would clap back. That would be amazing. Yeah. And Freddie gives us such a clown dude and needs to stop with the drama and focus on the music. Anyway. The music's great. What, what are you talking anyway, about? Anyway. Um, what, what are you talking about? His music's I... miles above Gunna's. I'll, I'll fight people. I'll fight you on that, bro. We'll be the new Freddie Gibbs in academics. What am I forgetting? You had Freddie Gibbs. You Kendrick had Lamar. Oh, we already talked about Kendrick, right? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, because we have no clue. We have heard no new details. <laughs> so I don't really have anything new to add. <laughs> and then the last thing you had was obviously Don FM, but, you know, we, we right, just spent Right, we talked about that, that too. Uh, there were a couple other things I had on my radar. So obviously 21 Savage dropped two. They, he didn't put them on streaming for whatever reason. He dropped two right, songs. Right. That's like a joint YouTube video. They sounded great, honestly. Some of the best delivery I've heard from 21 Savage ever. His first really. song was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm forgetting the name of it right now because it's not on Spotify. So I don't mm-hmm. have it saved in my library. But yeah, almost less Atlanta Street and more like traditional, just like a long verse, right? So Right, right. I loved it. Yeah, great stuff there from 21. So I'm expecting a project from him this year. Just I mean, it's been a while since he dropped anything, yeah. right? Uh, I Am Greater Than I Was was at the end of 2018. Then about two years later, we got Savage Mode 2, which was with Metro. So if you really think about it, it's going to have been almost over three years now since he dropped, you know, a solo studio album himself, right. which is a long time considering we got um, uh, Issa back in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. So it was only about a year and some until we got his second project. Because Savage Mode 2 is like a joint with Metro, right? So right, it's right. Not, it's not like a full-on studio album from him. But yeah, definitely 21 Savage is another artist that um, we can probably expect to drop this year. Um, other one up is Sofago. Um, definitely think he's one of the more up-and-coming artists to watch out for because I, I think I just think he's on the verge of breaking out at this point. Uh, he's already mm-hmm. had one like pretty successful song called Knock Knock that has almost 200 million streams on Spotify. Um, gets used on TikTok a lot from what I've seen. But yeah, I think Sofago, he only has about 60 minutes worth of like music total on the Spotify right now. Like Each of his three projects are only about 20 minutes in length. Um, and two of them, Angelic and After Me, both dropped in like 2020. So uh-huh. we really got nothing new from Sofago um, in 2021. Obviously, being affiliated with Cactus Jack helps him get fans very easily because people who listen to Travis and Don Tolliver will naturally gravitate towards his music. And I'll admit, like, that's how I (laughs) discovered Sofago as well. But his album, Pink Hearts, he's been teasing it for a while. And, you know, we even got to hear him play some unreleased when uh, he performed at Day in Vegas. Right. And we were pretty up close for that set. So Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm expecting his project within the next three months, I would say. Uh, and I, I think depending on how this project goes could be really, could be really big for him into getting no, yeah. known more by other people who don't listen to Sofago yet. Right, right. I would agree with that. Um, the only thing is, like, I don't know about the timeline for his album, just because you have to factor in the whole, like, Travis timeline. Like, is Travis going to end up dropping? And if he does, when is it going to be? And then you have to position Sofago around that. It's definitely not going to so. be in the first three months, I can tell you that much. Anyways, yeah. I definitely agree with what you're saying, though, that this could be his chance to break mm -hmm. through to mainstream. You know, mm -hmm. I think... Say what you will about Cactus Jack, but they, they definitely know how to get the people who are fans of the label like mm -hmm. invigorated for their artists. Yep. Like look at Don Tolliver, look at Sheck West. Yeah, Even exactly. though I, I think that Sheck West did have the one hit and oh, not yeah, much deeper, but but people still get really excited for people him. People still so. like uh go like create a huge crowds to see him at festivals, right? Right, right. So that's what I'm saying. I def I agree with what you're saying. This is huge potential for mm -hmm. Sofago. I think another artist that I don't know if he'll drop because he just dropped, but Nardo Wick, I think definitely one of the... That's a name you want to watch out for, yeah. One of the ones you want to watch out for, right? Just because he he already has a positioning, so we'll see where he goes from there. Definitely uh, with who is Nardo Wick, the first, his first album that just dropped like a month mm -hmm. ago. It's still very uh, raw, and he, you can tell that, you know, his music needs a lot of polishing, um, but he's only 19 or 20 or whatever, so, I mean obviously a lot of room for improvement we've seen people out of atlanta like 21 savage done it even oh, yeah. done it to some yeah. extent little baby's done it they've grown with the time so um could see something like that from nardowick and he's not from atlanta by the way but he's in that lane like he he's entered that same space as the guys i just talked about so he'll be definitely be one to look out for i wouldn't be surprised if you put out a bunch of singles or a mixtape or something this year um when it comes to baby keem because that's another artist i was like what kind of 2021 is he going to have or 2022 is he going to have? Because he had a big 2021. He spaced out his releases pretty well. Like he did do rag activity in April and then he dropped family ties in August and he dropped melodic blue in September and toured and did festivals. So he was relevant for the larger part of the year. Uh, I don't see a studio album from baby Keem this year. No. Though. Yeah. I see a feature on the Kendrick yes, project. hundred percent. Features in general. I think he's going to start becoming yeah, more yeah. of a household name and people are going to want him on their songs. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I definitely like hundred percent. He's going to be on the Kendrick project. What else do you doubt. have on your radar? That's really all I can think of. Yeah, I have a ton of stuff like just next week. Like, so we talked about Earl, but Corday is also dropping mm. something new next week. I, I definitely like Corday at times. Like, I think he can have a lot of fun energy around him. Uh, I, he definitely tries to kind of uh, hit above his weight, though. You know, we've talked about this before where he kind of tries to do that, like, conscious rap, but he doesn't really have, like, it feels to me like mm -hmm. he doesn't have the, the, um, gravitas if that makes sense mm. he doesn't kind of have the experience necessarily to be making music like that Bro, just pulling yet. A, a thesaurus over here. <laughs> but i'm still excited to see what he does with it from a bird's eye view so that'll be something to watch out for also nle choppa dropping the same day oh, okay so, interesting. Like, yeah the, that week january 14th gonna be yeah i know he, he has that song with uh roddy rich that went uh pretty mm. that got a lot mm -hmm. of streams uh, walk him down you know, now right. that I think about it, uh, I, I think you could safely bet that young boy will drop something this year. I mean, when is, when oh, is yeah. he not? When is when he is not? He not? Right? Exactly. When yeah, is yeah, he yeah. not dropping music? Always I don't know something. when it's coming, but there is going to be some. Yeah, something I think uh, for sure. one more artist is dropping next week. Apparently, I don't know how I feel about this. Oh, why but is everybody dropping next week? Not yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Watch the second week of none January. of them are gonna go number one, and you know exactly. Why. Oh, it's gonna be the weekends. So. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no question in my mind. Earl's like you know, my goal for Earl is not to be number one. He's mm -hmm. like a critics underground rapper, so I, you know, I don't think he cares about number one. But anyways, Saweetie is dropping next week apparently. Okay, no, that that's gonna be the one that charts the most out of all of them. Right, but <laughs> I. But I'm not excited for that project. Mm. Like I haven't really listened to Sweetie much. So actually, no, maybe that is my chance to listen to her. So you know, mm. maybe I am. Maybe I, I changed my mind. I am now excited about that project just to listen to her because I want to see what the hype's about. Because I know Best Friend was a really popular yes. track from this year. So 
I actually think that we're going to get a project from Future this year. And I know that sounds kind really? of weird because he's always doing Future. So he's like always relevant. But I mean, Future's last studio album was 2020. And he's had yeah. this like history of uh, dropping every other year recently. Like he put out a project early 2019. Um, obviously, 2017, he had his like back-to-back releases with Future and Hendrix. And the year before that, he had Evolve. The year before that, he had DS2. So wouldn't be surprised if we got a solo effort from future this year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be anything super special just because I think, like I said, he's kind of just, he's still relevant, but he's not like, Oh my God, future's dropping type of thing anymore. Right. Right. So that, right. that's kind of the space that he's in, but um, yeah, believe it or not, even though we had like a bunch of major artists dropping in 2021, it still feels like 2022 is going to match that energy. And we're already seeing that with this yeah. first week here. Right. Um, obviously I'm going to mention Drake, like, cause it wouldn't be an episode of this. He's not dropping an album. Bro. I doubt it. No, nah, he's not dropping oh an album. Gosh. If anything, he might put out some sort of mixtape because he's done it in the past where he follows up a studio album with something the year after. Um, sure. We've seen it time and time again. I mean, nothing was the same, got followed up about a year and some later with the fear eating this, it's too late. Views got followed up not even a year later, about nine months later, or actually mm-hmm. 11 with more life, right? Um, you can even argue that Scorpion got followed up in under two years with uh, Dark Lane demo tapes. So I could, well, then you also got to think about it. It's like CLB dropped at the end of the year, right? Right. It I think kinda, it's yeah, unlikely. I dropped in the last half. I think it's unlikely much. that Drake drops anything this year unless he's doing a collaborative effort with somebody, which the only thing I could see him doing is a what a time to be alive to. <laughs> That's the only thing that I could see him dropping in 2022. We'll see. We'll see about that. And I mean, he might want to be going on tour. It's just a question of they might be holding off on like announcing something until, until things COVID, are, yeah. right, right. So, because why wouldn't you tour after a studio album? Right. right. I, I don't know. Drake's in a different space, though. You know, Drake kind of is like in that Kanye space where they both kind of just do their own. Because Kanye didn't tour. Uh, he hasn't toured since the life of Pablo, right? Right. But if you think about it, Ye wasn't, a, I don't think Ye was a big enough release to tour. I mean, it's still a studio album, but it was, sure, like, yeah, it was like yeah, seven yeah. songs, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, same thing with Jesus is King. He was in a weird space, too, or after that time. That's when he started having the Drake breakdowns, if you remember. Right, right, right. Um, Drake toured after Scorpion, though, which was 2018. Oh, okay. He did, he did. Um, what I'm not able to figure out is, like, I think it's honestly just come down to the fact that streaming and music accessibility has just blown up so much that artists like Kanye, Drake, and The Weeknd might not be able to like have a sta- like an arena tour anymore. It's got to be a stadium tour. The demand is just yeah. so high that they would have to do too many shows. Yeah, and that's what ended up happening with The Weeknd. It's like I he's just like he wants to meet the fan demand, but can't do it with arena. Like he was going and doing so many arena shows in cities that he's never done before. And I guess he was just like, all right, like this is too much. I'm gonna do a stadium tour. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of artists are starting to fall into that space. Maybe not, not a lot, but like the one, the cream of the, crop, the top, right? The, yeah, the, the very, very top, very top sure, sure. right? Because their their bases are bigger than ever, like ever before, right? Because of and especially the with the post pandemic, everyone wants to go. Yeah. And see stuff now you know everyone's like okay finally there's concerts there's live music again mm-hmm. people are excited to go out and see it which is why you see like i right. think you'll see record numbers for concerts and, and touring in right. the coming year like I'm, I'm surprised they brought kanye out at rolling loud because I, I just feel like artists of that caliber now like it would just get dangerous at the festival right you would have too big of a crowd we already right. saw what happened with travis right it's just like you have that many people and then there's people in the back who can't see and it's like the people up front are getting like squished you know so it's just you have to have very good management for that mm, yeah, yeah so exactly it's like all floor admission and i but. just feel like drake in the weekend especially would just charge so much for a festival appearance that it would just be not profitable anymore mm-hmm. for them right or they would have to make the ga tickets like super expensive yeah i mean day in vegas wasn't cheap like i'll tell you that right now like it was more expensive than acl for sure so that, yeah that's just, we'll see we'll see what ends up happening with with these tours and right well i mean that's really all i had to talk about oh i have so much more man oh you got more okay, i have well, so I mean, much more man 
I, like I'm so excited for this year. What about okay, Earth Gang's dropping at the end of January, which you know I know a lot of people are excited for Earth Gang. Uh, you know they're kind of another Dreamville group. I think they have great chemistry. I'm excited for that. Saba after seeing a Saba mm-hmm. at Day in Vegas. I forgot about Saba. February fourth, February fourth. Yes. Few good things. I'm really excited for that. You know, great live performer. So super excited for that project. Um, the Griselda Camp's going to be dropping albums this year. Conway's dropping February twenty fifth. Benny the Butcher's dropping eventually. I'm super excited for that. I love that brand of rap. I know that I I just feel like you're not as excited by the Griselda music. If we're ever in a car together this year, remind me not to give you the ox. Because <laughs> I'm going to play Griselda. Because you're going to kill knows. my vibe, bro. Bro, Griselda is a vibe. Do you not know how to have fun in a car? Dude, that's fun, man. They're singing about oh selling drugs and murdering people. That's, yeah, that's fun. Definitely what I want to listen to. Let, let me live out my fantasy, man. I'm living in my like right, cushy bro. tech tech role. Let me live out my drug dealer fantasies. Um, but yeah, so so you know those projects are really exciting. You know, there's also going to be the Juice World project this year. The last yeah. posthumous Juice World project mm-hmm. dropping, I think, in June of this year or sometime okay. in the summer um i don't know how i feel about that i wasn't a big fan of the last project but um hopefully they tie it all together and they leave a good legacy for him um danny brown i'm really excited for the new danny brown project too because i think danny brown has done some of the best experimental hip-hop in in recent history uh listen to atrocity exhibition if you're interested in experimental hip-hop at all that project's phenomenal and uh i'm really really excited for this as a result because this is called like four x's he had a project called Three X's mm. back in the day that was pretty good. So um, that's there. Eminem and Dr. Dre. I can't believe you didn't oh mention that because they're going to be at the Super Bowl. Yes, There's that rumors is true. that Super they're Bowl dropping projects. Only, yeah, only about a month yeah. away, actually, now that we think about it. So they, they, right. they're they definitely gearing up for their half And Snoop Dogg. There's, yeah. there's possibilities that all three of them drop projects. That actually makes me a little bit interested with Kendrick now. It's like, come on, like, please, like, he, he's got to be doing something within the next right. Weeks, but right? It, it might be after the Super Bowl that, that he ends up dropping because that these, if these names are dropping now, he's he's worked with Dre before, and I don't think he would step on Dre's if Dre does drop. You know, I don't know, Dr. Dre is gonna drop because I don't uh, even think the weekend really started working on the dawn until after the Super Bowl because there's a lot that goes into that, right? Right, so. right. But in the Eminem project, I'm kind of excited for because I do think he has been like slowly getting back up to form. Uh, no. Revival was really, really bad. No. I think there's a chance. You know, I think there's a chance he redeems himself. I didn't love him. It's on the too late project. now, bro. Dude, like what was it? Revival was a project we got in 2017 that had a bunch of pop. It was features, horrible. Right? It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That project was the Ed Sheeran And one. if you think about it now, we're in 2022. So the gap between now and that project is longer than the gap was between Marshall Mathers LP2 and Revival. So but he's, dro- like, he's dropped projects since then. I, I, I know he has, but none, yeah. of them, none of them have popped off though like that. Oh, I'm not saying he's going to pop off. I don't think he'll ever have like the same insanely pop off album he had before, but Kamikaze was a good project. There's a certain point where you just got to chill out because I feel like it damages their legacy, especially in the minds of people who are newer to hip hop. Like you look at mm. someone like Kanye, he's 44 and he put out one of the best albums of the year last year. Right. And it's like he's been relevant and making music and in this space for pretty much as long as Eminem has. But he's not falling from grace. Right. He's still like as relevant as he's ever been. Whereas you have someone like Eminem, who I think like it's kind of disappointing to see someone go from like being so elite to like now people are like, oh, Eminem's dropping again, you know. Right, but that's because he had like a run of really bad project. Like the rival was. Well, that's really my point, bad. right? Like when you're yeah. that great, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be taking that kind of risk. Is I mean, that what Nas, you're saying? Or? Nas won a Grammy, and like, dude's like a fossil at this point. So right. I mean, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, you know, King's I, so Disease I'm Three. Is, I'm aware. I'm hey, excited. Boy, Dude, King's Disease 2 is good. As I've been re-listening to that project, I'm like liking that project more and more. Oh, I like, was talking about I was talking about Hit Boy and Nas saying King's yeah, Disease so 3 is about, on the way. I'm talking this about King's yeah, Diseases yeah, yeah. now. Okay. I, I've switched, you know, okay, I'm dropping okay, okay, okay. now. Like I'm excited for the Eminem project, but I don't think it's gonna be like original level by no far. I'm just hoping he's it's slightly right better. Now. I'm hoping it's a slight improvement over I his will past projects. Not be listening to it. But yeah, back to the Nas project, Nas and Hitboy, you know, they released this little uh, EP called Magic 
uh, mm-hmm. Christmas. It mm-hmm. was good. I liked it quite a bit. I like King's Disease 2 quite a bit. So I'm really excited to see what they do for King's Disease 3. Probably going to be more of the same, but I think it's a good lane. I've talked about this before in our year-end review. Um, I know you think he's still kind of washed. He is, dude. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to say that. I just think I just think he's kind of, I don't know. There's nothing that makes me want to go listen to a Nas project. It's the wisdom, man. He has so much wisdom. There's so much wisdom there. He, like, he can him. do that sound. Corday can't. He can do that sound. I'm glad that you feel that way. Okay. Uh, also, you know, the rumored Playboy Cardi narcissist project. Do you think we're going to actually see that this year? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just gonna say no, just because like I, I I'm done making predictions about Playboy Cardi. Dude is this the year, most weird dude, like person ever when it comes to dropping music. Like, but you know he's he's been picking up a lot of stuff. So you know I I just want to say this. I just want to say this. Like you clown me sometimes for that, but I was really on point when a whole lot of red dropped and I said there's something there. There's potential here, and you were panning that. Remember, go re-listen to our episode. We talked about a whole lot of red. I, I, I still you- stand by what I said. I told you that it's not something I'm, I can just sit down and listen to. Now, I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that I told you. It's like, I don't know how I can sit down and just listen to this project, which I still stand by. But obviously, he had something else in mind when it came to the live shows, right? right but it wasn't right. until like a year later where we actually got to see that. Right. I, anyways, I was saying in that episode, there was something there. And, you know, I think a lot of people are picking up at it. If you if you look at like your end list, Playboy Cardi, whole lot of red. People have been including it in their 2021 year end list. And it's been like yeah, top 10 like, yeah. on quite a few lists. I have noticed that, yes. I think- so I think there's a lot of excitement around Narcissus if it ever drops. Well, sure. But I also think that you're going to get a different sound from whole lot of red on that project. I don't think he's going to yeah, keep the same yeah. like punk rock aesthetic. I don't know. I think he might push into it further, but I, I I, there's no way of telling. We don't have any real I don't information. Know if he- obviously he turned into a vampire for a whole lot of red so who knows what he's <laughs> gonna do for the next one dude literally will be on stage like like grinning like a vampire and has like a yeah. cape on it's like bro this is kind of weird <laughs> anyway we got a we got a great year ahead of us yeah um, that's what i'll leave it with uh yeah and i think i think i've pretty much gone through all the the projects uh actually there's one more that we talked about at the end of last year the Roddy Rich Feed the Streets 3. Oh, that is coming. I talked about that, though. That's coming, yeah. yeah. So that'll be on the way soon. Hope Maybe he'll redeem himself. Maybe he won't. Time will tell. Time will tell. But, but it's going to um, be a stacked year. That, that's all I have to say. Like, yeah. you know, I think that was probably like 20 or 30 projects we just talked about. That was that a lot of music. Most yeah. of them are confirmed. There's a few that we're speculating on. But there's but only two that I'm thinking about right now. Which are the one ones coming li- this week. one a little bit more than the other, but yeah, only Ghana 20, and, and Don FM, yeah, twenty four hours left, man. It's gonna be something. Yep. All so right, on well, that note, we will be back in a couple of days to give our thoughts on both of them. So uh, to everyone who joined us for our season three opener, uh, thanks for listening, and we will be back very very soon this time.